Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. 405 DGS. Happy Friday. Gorgeous day out there. Downtown is full of Metallica fans. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. Like, every hour we get closer, I'm just, like, getting itchy. And I'm happy for you. Yeah, I love these things. These yeah. shows are great. You're cute. You're like a little kid going to see Pinocchio. I am. I'm like I was when I was eight go- on Christmas morning. Really I'm like, is. let me downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> our, the best. Our buddy George Mayhew, a food and wine editor for St. Louis Magazine, is here. What music are you into? Not going to Metallica. <laughs> um, Come on, George. I got a ticket for you. I mean, you're dressed you for know, it? Uh, <laughs> 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 Just what if you go? I came from a funeral. What if you went to Metallica and George was in the mosh pit dressed like that? Would you be afraid of it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Should be. It's kind of got like, have you? You have like a fed. You haven't seen? Yeah, you're right. Everybody be like, well, there's the narc. Yeah. You guys have? Have you seen? I don't know if you guys care, but have you seen any of the videos of the last few years of like how Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit does things now when he's on stage? Like they went through a whole deal. Like he, you know how he was back in the day, right? Like in the '90s, he was backwards hat, kind of hip hop looking rap, rap rock thing. Yeah. Well, his the 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 most the most recent tour before this current one. He was doing, it was called dad vibe. So he was just dressing like a dad, you know, like the tucked in button down shirt and all that. And now for some reason, he's going around like a cowboy. Yeah. It's like a country. Really? Yeah. Right he's now, wearing right? cowboy stuff. It's hilarious. Love the irony. Yeah. Jeez. Well, to answer your question. So you would fit in that way. I, uh, You'd be like Fred Durst. I would travel a long way to see the stones just because it won't be very long when we won't be able to do that. Good okay. point. You know? yeah. We're talking about that at lunch today. And, uh, yeah. That's just yeah. the way that is. And I'll tell you what we just did. Uh, we just made uh, reservations to go to Vegas to to the Sphere oh. to see you oh. too. Oh. I, don't even, I don't even like you two, but I I, I need to I go like see it. I like them enough to go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to the Sphere I, so bad. I, I want to do it. So hear Michael Kelly so, describe so it? We're going to do it. No. Michael He's, He went to it. He saw it. I think he or, saw it like opening week or whatever, but... That's amazing. They extended, I think, you two stay there. And anyway, it was just like, Susie goes, you want to uh, go? Yeah, look I, this, yeah let's look, go. Look this up because I saw that there's a certain section you don't want to be in. Yes. Because like half of it's blocked by something. Yes. We, 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 <laughs> we avoided that and uh, went up a few levels. So good. yeah, we're, we're good and high, but <laughs> you're going to be, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to talk about here of uh, dining related. So too many dinner specials. Yeah. You know, how's that possible? Well, I, you know, this has happened to you. You're sitting there and the server comes up and, you know, oh, they, I gotcha. they always have to interrupt with yes. this, you know, and it's like, come on, come on. You know, they're yeah. holding your hand yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. doing one of these. 
And then they go into the dissertation, and it's one after another yep. after another. And then you start, you know, drumming your hands uh-huh. on that, and you start tapping your foot. And you have and, to give and, them a little on each one. Where they're like, tonight we have a sea bass yes, right. oh. in a basal reduction. And you, you have go, to go, hmm. hmm. That you know, good. and you don't want to be, but then all of a sudden it gets to special number six, and everybody gets pretty <laughs> you fidgety. Don't care. You're, you're looking at your watch, and like I said in my article, I said you hope to be out by midnight. It's a great point. It's a great point. <laughs> so you, you know, know what I don't like? It's another another uh, elevation of that, especially when they're really long. Is then when you have to hear it five more times as they go to new oh. tables. <laughs> And you're like, I could yeah. do this at this yeah, point. Or your buddy at the table wasn't listening and like, what yeah. was that what again? Was that well, carrot it, special? Yeah, and that's what I said. <laughs> I said, you don't have the guts to ask the guy what the sauce was no. on special number you six. You can't go back. You can't do it. No. So, you know, my I contend that just keep it at three specials. That's all any of us can remember. Yeah. That's all we really care about. And then let the poor guy go to the next table yes. that wonders where the hell he is. It, so that's, <laughs> right? obviously the server is not making this up. So it's what, the, the chef, the, the owner? Chef's, yeah, the chef's making it up and a lot of these guys i mean i'm pretty impressed because they can rattle this I stuff know. off yeah. and impressed. it's different every night and it's like okay you get a big tip just for yeah. being so sharp i think it's so cute when a server will be halfway through and go i'm sorry i have to look at the card <laughs> and you're like yeah of course you yeah, do just, because <laughs> or just hand us the card we're yeah. good we're good with that so anyway yeah that was my micro rant of the day and i heard a lot of people that you know they're they, they, they get it. They're yeah. like that. And the other thing is, you know, do you talk about the the price? Do you mention the price? Do you yep. not mention the price? And that's a whole other thing too. And they, they, you know, people think, well, they're they're gonna they're sizing us up, and they're they're telling us the price because yeah. they think we can't oh, that's afford interesting. it. I've noticed, like at Annie Guns, uh, that's a pretty pricey place. Great place. One of my that's a Glover family favorite. But they'll always give you the price. Yes. Like they're not afraid to say. Yeah. Even though all those people can easily afford it, right? They, they tell you. Anyway, they're like, and that's going to be forty nine ninety nine. I see. See, I I have no no problem with that at all. I'd rather know Me than too. not know. Or, Everyone or would be surprised yeah. Yeah. later. You know, you've you've this has happened to you too. The entrees are all thirty bucks, thirty bucks, thirty bucks, and then you decide to have the special, and it's forty five, yep. and you go. Why did that guy tell that? me that? Yeah. You know, it was good, but it wasn't that good. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of micro rants. But this was a big day for me. What's a that? really big day. Do you know why? Nope. I dropped my first podcast today. I'm, hey! in, the, I'm in the podcast hey, You're business. in the biz. And uh, this has been planned for a long time. And <laughs> I went kicking and screaming to the podcast microphone. But um it was it, it's fun. We're having a good time. I'm co-hosting it with Cheryl Bear, who mm-hmm. is the she's got a lot of food writing and food critiquing experience. And uh, she's been at this game 20 years and I've been at this game considerably <laughs> longer. And anyway, we're we're good buddies and we we talk well together. And uh, anyway, uh, episode one is in the books. It's, you know, wherever you get your I'm not a podcast guy myself. Mm. So it was really hard for yeah. I said. You know, Strange I, territory. Uh, it is. I was. I was. I was told. They said this, you really need to do this. I go. I do really need to do it. But I'm. You know. I don't listen to them at all. And some yeah. people do nothing but listen to them twenty four seven. Are you? Do you I like are them. you a podcast guy? I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people that walk around the house plugged into a podcast, and their their significant well, others plugged into one too. Get, and these get people this. just walk around, and I would, everybody's happy. I would happy. be willing to bet my next paycheck that we have more podcast listeners than we do live listeners. We get a, what five thousand a day at least, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So th- this show is podcast. You mean oh, it's yeah. just a show? It's yes. not a separate. It's not a separate, it's not a separate thing. thing. 
That's really interesting. Yeah. But you no, know, the world has become a podcast world. Yeah. Well, so you, tell me about yours. Like, what do you guys talk about today? Well, you know, again, we're admittedly a little late to this game. It's not exactly a new concept, you know. So I thought, man, we got to be good coming out of the shoot. We got to be really good. So, uh, uh, like I said, I, 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 Asked Cheryl Bear if she wanted to do it. I said, you know, I think we could really nail this. Uh, she's pretty well known around town, well respected, and I'm pretty well known around town. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we just thought we we'd do this, and I said, how do we? Uh, we've got to attack this beast differently. And the way we decided to do it is play to our strengths. She's been around a long time. I've been around a whole lot longer, and we're going to kind of come from a you know informed writer consumer. You know, we're diners and we're writers and we've been doing this game a long time. So yeah. we're going to provide some some insider information, why these things are the way they are, why this restaurant. Maybe so like an big, expanded version of what we do here, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Just dig a little deeper. Are you having guests on? Or are you going to do it yeah, just the two well, of you? Well, we, we, the first episode was no guests. And, and the second episode, we've got Cat Neville. You yeah. know, it doesn't get any, yeah, yeah. any cooler than that. So, yes, we'll have guests. But, yeah, so the first episode, you know, I think we just done a, yeah, it was in the magazine. We did a whole expose on Italian restaurants. This giant cover story on Italian yep, restaurants. That was that was that was a good episode. That was that, like that was a good the dub. Bible of Italian restaurants. Yeah, it was. And it, it was great. And so we thought, okay, let's add on to this. You know, we're not going to repeat the whole issue or the whole article. So we just decided to you know talk about a few new places, a few of our favorite places. Uh, you know. Why and then I then I did dig dig deep. I started talking about dried pasta versus fresh pasta, and I thought I might be going down the rabbit no, hole. No, not here. for a podcast. And it's really you know. Uh, and I was just I'm sitting there talking about it, and she's talking about it. I'm going, does anybody really want to listen to this stuff? And they do, and they did, and yep. everybody said that was really interesting. A Good. whole bunch of stuff I didn't know about pasta. See, so it's that kind of to me. That's what podcasts are for is being able to go super deep and yes. dense and in the weeds. Because right. if you don't want to listen to it, you forward through yeah. it. But yeah. most, like my Bigfoot podcast or like what Joe Rogan does, he'll go two, three, four hours with a guest. Yeah. And if you get bored, you fast forward it. But typically people don't. Yeah. I just think it's, uh, for us. Is I, it St. Louis centric? Yes, very St. Louis centric. I just think that's the way to go. This isn't going to be one of those you know, uh, here are the new restaurants and here's what we ate and everything was delicious. Yeah. Like a lot of these things are. We cover all that stuff in the magazine. We want to get a, a, several layers deeper. So on the second one, we're talking about, uh, we're getting into the, the geekiness of turkeys and Thanksgiving turkeys and how you cook them and how you brine them. You, you, I love you're, it. you're probably brining the wrong way, but I'm not going to tell you because so you'll listen, listen to, the, to podcast. the podcast. But anyway, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, it's every other week. And uh, <laughs> we cut the second episode yesterday, and I mean, it's, I definitely am stressing a little bit over it. You know, it's not that, it's just like this. You yeah. come in and you do it and you go, that was easy. But, you you know, you know how it is. You yeah. do a lot of show prep. You don't just walk in and they go, oh, that Dave Glover, he's, you know, it's, he, he just can go get on and talk. No, no, no. It's not that easy. You got to do some homework. What's it called? Uh, it's called Arch Eats. Clever. I uh -huh. like it. And uh, there was a there was a debate. Tell me if you like this one better, because Cheryl and I did, but we got outvoted. Plateway City. <sighs> it's clever, but I find that pun titles wear very quickly. Okay. Once you hear it once, you go, "Oh, that's really clever." And you hear it a hundred times, you're like, "I'm getting tired of this." There was one and one that we really liked, and we registered the name and and the whole bit had the whole thing legally done. Yeah. Three one fork. 
And now, I thought that was very clever. That's pun, but I like it. I liked it too. It was a little cute. It was cutesy, but in a good way. But we found out there was a uh, there's an Instagram. Uh, yeah. th- there's a woman with with an Instagram. That, that's her. That's her handle on Instagram. And we tried to talk her out of it, and she said, "I don't think so." So I did the we same thing. Along. I'm I'm going to be doing a national podcast, and uh, I was thinking of titles. Andrew and I were batting back and forth, and I swear to God. Every it didn't matter how weird it was. Everyone I googled, someone had it. Yeah, because it's there's tough. a million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's tough. And and they they have to be short. They got to be punchy. Uh, we had a you know a, a consultant, a guy that's done a whole ton of these, and uh, you know all the ones that we chose. He 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 said no. This is a reason why this isn't any good. It was not punchy enough. It was too yeah. long. It was too this. It was too that. But 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 he was fine with Arch Eats. And so you, you know, know who you should have as a guest. Dave Glover? No, I would love to do it, but Kevin Wheeler to oh. fight about Provol cheese. Oh, <laughs> let's fight! I like to fight. Uh, I so <laughs> did, you're setting me up here. Yeah. So so today, I you know this was a big newsletter for me today. I go, I got it. We're coming on with the podcast. We're not. I gotta. I gotta come on. I gotta hit strong. That I thought that specials rant was kind of fun. But uh, there was, I, I wrote about this actually back in 2012, and, and the question was, what's the deal with Provel cheese? Can you convince a non-Provel, you know, can you pro- mm-hmm. convince a Provel disser to like Provel cheese? What can you possibly say? And um, I had a couple comments back then, and I kind of refreshed it and, and went through it again. And um, it, it, it's interesting because um, I think that... And again, I was an Emo's Pizza franchisee. You keep that in mind. But I think that Provel cheese is best when it's blended with something else, when it's combined with something else, because its flavor is pretty distinctive and pretty strong. And if you, for for instance, combine it with Mott's on a pizza, mm. it's pretty good. And it doesn't stick to the roof of your mouth. So and what are the is, – is Emo a blend or is that pure no, Provel? That's, that's pure Provel. Okay. And, and that's what they do. That's what they hang their hat on. But they've got mozzarella there. Mm-hmm. They've got a blended cheese. They've got a 50-50 blend that they put on their pastas that yeah. a lot of people don't know about. You can ask for mm-hmm. that. I didn't know they that. Don't, they don't push it. That's, yeah. Provel's our thing. We're hanging our hat on Provel. But I've convinced a lot of, uh, you know, St. Louis pizza, St. Louis-style pizza haters. They go, hmm, this is pretty good. And I said, and try it. Now try it with Mott's. You might even like it better. Kevin, are you a hater? Only, oh, I don't like Provel on pizza, but I like it on sandwiches and in salads. Hmm. And and because like on a sandwich, it's pretty good. Like especially on an Italian one with salami and ham. What's your and issue in a pizza? It starts wrong. <laughs> it's the wrong texture. It turns brown. It turns orange. Yeah, which I, is a weird color for pizza. It's I know, I know it's a habitual thing, right? I mean, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't have a pr- pizza with Provel on it until I was thirty five, thirty six years old. Yeah, it's a but big it's, it's it's texture flavor. It's just dip. It's not what I expect when I bite pizza. <laughs> so funny. I put these things out there and I get emails from people. And one woman says, I haven't even read your article yet. And let me tell you about Provel Pizza. And I just That's love funny. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. And, read and the article. she read the article, she wouldn't have said what she did. And I felt like she had, and I had to be nice and yeah. go, oh, and in the article, I say this. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, can I, uh, I can tell you, you don't have to be nice. <laughs> no, I don't. But, but then, the, then you get into this thing, and then you get into the sandbox, and then the, the gloves come off, yep. and it's just it just gets ugly. So I I usually you know take the high road, go go be a nice guy, and you know, but I can only do that for so long. <laughs> so Archie's, 
And do you know where people find it? Our cheats. Just everywhere? <laughs> where do people yeah, find right. podcasts? So I kind of figured you know, on, on normal podcast channels, and it's not <laughs> on the Google the Google podcast yet. We've applied for that and haven't been approved. But wherever you find podcasts, find you it. can find Arch Eats every other week. It'll drop every other Friday. And uh, anyway, looking forward to it. Yeah, and, congrats. And, and so far, we're getting a lot of good feedback because I think it'll Cheryl be successful. And I are going, Does anybody no. care about this stuff? Well, no. I hope enough people do. People are going to love it. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. No, I think that's Loverboy, the song by someone I've never heard of. <laughs> okay. You need to go home and take a nap. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Dave wants some Loverboy, so we'll get some Loverboy going. And it did say that the song had uh, like Vietnamese subtitles. So I'm thinking that this was that your first clue. Well, I thought maybe I don't know, but I uh, so I'm thinking maybe, maybe Mike this Reno's is a, just huge in Vietnam. Yeah, maybe this is a, a Vietnamese <laughs> artist. <laughs> they were kick ass when you're when sure you're a were. kid. You're like, yeah, that's a yeah. fun pump up song. Yeah, this is their best song, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Jeez. <laughs> you completely thrown me. I'm so sorry. It's like I Did can't you guys handle see this. The, uh, so there's video of this, and it's a woman who is late for her plane who somehow gets out on the tarmac, and it's a big plane. It's like a big jet, and she stands in front of the jet and waves down the pilot and tries to jump up as if to get in the plane. She's obviously been arrested, but that was nuts. What in the heck? Yeah. Is she, like, disturbed in some I, way? Like, was she I mean, on she's something? You have to be. Disturbed just... enough to be out there on the tarmac standing in front of what looks like at least a 737, if not bigger. Oh like, there's just no way. There, if you're in your right mind, you know they're not stopping for you, and they're not letting you on. I mean, you would have to. I mean, no offense, but if you are not on something, uh, you would have to be really, really stupid, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would I, definitely I go with some kind of mental illness or substance. That's a fair assessment, I think. Because, like, if you're, in, again, if you're in your right mind, there's, like, there's no way they're stopping, like, oh, sorry, ma'am, and opening the door for you. And everyone on the plane was just watching this happen. Wow. Did you find it? I'm looking at it. She's not, like, wobbly drunk. No. She, no, she's not like she's high or no. something like that. She just maybe a little bit crazy. But she thought they were going to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> and she was going to get in like an Uber. <laughs> Dude, this isn't Loverboy. <laughs> oh, no. Andrew just flinched. He was like, ah! Nah, I just screwed with you. <laughs> uh, stairway to Kevin? Sure. Um, all right. Andrew, do we have the McDonald's audio? I mean, we do. All right. We're going to play this audio from McDonald's. So this is a guy in Australia who found a McDonald's hamburger in the trays of mechanic. He found a, a McDonald's hamburger just in the paper wrapping, not in the cardboard or whatever, um, in the wheel well of a car, like down by the spare tire. It was underneath in there. Okay. Said it had been there at least a year or two, maybe three. We found this in a car. Rock, rock hard. That's a hammer hitting the burger. Look at this. Wow. Again, hammer hitting burger. Literally, that's like a biscuit. Okay, so hammer hitting burger. So he was funny. hitting the burger, and it split in half like it was like it was a tile, and it was super hard. There was no mold. There was no decomposition of either the bun or the burger. 
it looked like if you didn't know, if he didn't hit it with a hammer, you would say that looks like a regular burger that's ready to eat. That's creepy. Look delicious. What the hell? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Does that make you think twice or, at or, all? Organic things are supposed to decompose. Like, does that make you think twice at all? Where you're like, not only did the bun still look like a bun, like didn't turn blue. Yeah. Like bread in my fridge turns blue if it's been I've, in there I've for a little bit. I've seen that before, though. I've, I've seen things mm, where, same. you know, people will put a McDonald's burger away for years and come back and it's essentially looks they, exactly the same. That can't be okay. Well, I got to tell you. So you and I watched this video yesterday. Yeah. And then I went to McDonald's for dinner. I mean, and I had two double cheeseburgers, yeah. so it's not going to stop me. It's just, it's a little. It makes me second guess. I think I'm you sure could I'll be still eat it. Assaulted by Ronald, and it wouldn't stop you. <laughs> yeah, <it's> still, <laughs> it, it's more like an advertisement. Like I saw the guys hitting the burger with a hammer, and I was like, "Hmm, burger." You, because like you may this, let's turn this into an intervention. Delicious. You may have a problem <laughs> with McDonald's, with food in general. With yeah. Oh, a, oh, a, oh, you think a so? A guy hitting a hamburger full of jelly over here with a with a hammer and it busts into and you're like, it was like an advertisement for me. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That made me want McDonald's. <laughs> Looks yummy. Because the thing is, if I'd never eaten McDonald's, <laughs> it does still look good. Like it looks. <laughs> if I'd never eaten McDonald's, that would probably make me go like, "Oh my gosh, that's insane!" But that's you're horrible. not eating the tire burger. Yeah, I wouldn't eat the tire well, burger. No, I know, but I'm saying. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like if I hadn't. A, it wasn't a dare. If I hadn't, <laughs> if I hadn't eaten a thousand McDonald's hamburgers in my life and been totally fine each time, how relatively. many McDonald's hamburgers do you think you've had? That is a thousand is a way understatement, you know. Yeah, for anybody. Yeah. Uh, huh. Uh, uh, maybe two. Two. two, So let's like like two thousand. Dude, you've had way more than two. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play the math for just a second. So, how often a month do you have McDonald's? Gosh, six or seven, maybe. Do you get a burger every time? No. All right. Let's go. Let's go with six. I like chicken. So that's and you've been doing it since you were probably four that's or five years 72 old. Seventy-two a year. Okay. At your current pace, but when you were a kid, I'm guessing it was less than that. Maybe I don't. So I let's ne- go. I never, since I never mentally audited it, I think, try to Dave? avoid that stuff. Should we go from like eighteen on? No. Like. <laughs> no. I think I think he's underestimating how many burgers he's eaten. Two thousand. That two thousand is like a burger every day for like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. So I think I've watched. You're, okay. you're 32 now, okay. right? Yeah, I'm 33. 33. So let's just call it. So add another thousand. Let's just there. call it. Let's just call it 16 years. So you would be at about 1,200. Yeah. Okay. At, at the pace that you said just now. Yeah. So maybe closer to 2,000. We gotta add some. We've got to end the show. We gotta add a. We gotta add a margin no, of error. Look, there are two things that need to happen. The show needs to end, and we need to contact Rachel and tell her there's been a death in her family, so that she comes home from Japan. She can just do it from a Comrex unit out there. We, we may have to go big. We may have to tell her it's her whole family. <laughs> Uh, an errant uh, missile hit Grafton. <laughs> we need you to come back now. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a lot of burgers. How many do you think you eat a month, Dave? McDonald's, Ooh. I mean, specifically. Because I'd say right now I'm about one a month at McDonald's. I'm probably two, three. Okay. Yeah. He's really high road. No, no, it's not like... that. I mean, look, my my look, my look, game is Taco Bell more. Yeah. 
I mean, if I'm going to get fast food, now, it's either Chick-fil-A or Taco Bell question. most of the time. How much Taco Bell do you think you get a month? Oh, not that much. Like, it, it's, it's, but it's, <laughs> I can't believe we're well, still no, doing no, it, this. It's, it's seasonal, right? So, like, now, between now and, like, next spring, not much. It'll be once a month, maybe. But, like, during baseball season, it's probably more like two or three times. Okay, no, me, maybe me, three times a month. Let me ask you a more interesting question. What is your ratio of home-cooked meals and either store-bought, prepared, or fast food? Ooh, that is a good question. That's a really good one. It's uh, it's definitely more than 50% like made at home, like leftovers from dinner or we, one of us cooked or yeah. whatever. It's all, That's also seasonal, though. Like The more I coach during the season, the less I cook and the more I eat out. But I'd say on average, it's probably 70%. You have to be over 50% on... Non home cooked, close to it. Yeah. You guys like F- to go out. Yeah, fifty fifty, and, and also you know it's just both working, and yeah. you don't want to do the dishes, or you don't want to cook, or you get home, you know, late, like like she, I'm picking her up at six. She's working till six, and we're carpooling, so we're not gonna get home until like seven or a little after. And it's like, man, I don't want to then have to like and what make a bunch of rice or whatever. In, what is your day? Where are you at? About fifty fifty? Uh, it was more than fifty percent non-homemade until this recently when I got financially sober. Yeah, and, and now I'm not only cooking, but I'm uh, taking. You guys have seen me bring leftovers, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. My man. But think about how different, how much that has changed in a couple of generations. Yeah, because when I was a kid, uh, it was ninety percent easy home cooked, ten percent. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, in fairness. Like the grocery stores didn't have what grocery stores have now where you could That's go true. get a pre-made sandwich yeah. or, you know, I mean, I bought at the store the other day, I bought like smoked salmon, not smoked salmon. It was cooked. It was in the smoker. They have a smoker there. And I bought the salmon and all like that. McDonald's was like a birthday thing. It was pretty infrequent. Yeah. But also grocery until high school in high school, it kicked up a lot. Grocery prices. And I, I, I'm not the only person to think this grocery prices have risen faster and farther than like fast food type prices have risen. You may be right. And so it gets to the point, you know, when, when, when my wife and I do cook, which we, which we, like I said, we cook maybe half the time, maybe a little less than half, but we, uh, uh, we make very simple stuff. We make stuff that just needs a couple of like cheap ingredients here and there because if you're, I mean, you'll spend and yeah. you'll end up spending more no, in cooking not, all night. You're not wrong. Yeah. Then just, you know what? Let's go get the four for four at Wendy's or whatever. And the fewer people you have, like my, one of my mom's go-to go-to mm. things is it's like difficult cooking for one person. Yeah, and uh, I think expense-wise, although I've I've never really been one to go out and like buy a meal for the family and prepare it and stuff. But I think the bigger your family, the less per person it probably comes out to. Yeah, that's a great point. It's just my uh, wife and I. If we had like three kids, obviously it would be cheaper to because like if make... I'm going to make something just for me, I still have to buy all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give me individual packets mm-hmm. of. Uh, it depends on what you're buying. Because, I mean, if you just make the bigger recipe, not only do you have leftovers, you can freeze stuff and have it two weeks later or a 1930s month later. Oh. Wife over there? I'm just telling you, look, we do this. It, it's great. It's one. It's unbelievable. Look at, Mr., look at who's got a freezer over here. Man, we got two freezers. In this economy. <laughs> Because he is total information PM. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that extra 20 minutes, man. Plus, you, know, you got to have stuff ready. 452 DGS. Uh, man, there's some crazy people out there. Did you see this guy? He had his home all Halloweened out. Okay. So it's not like a dark, weird, little scary house with the porch light turned off. You know, it, it was like 
decorations everywhere and skeletons and lights and the porch light on. And the kids go to trick or treat and he opens the door and he starts cursing them out. And then he smacks their little trick or treat bags out of their hands and then chases them into their dad's car with a gun, puts the gun inside the car, points it at the dad and says, keep it moving. What? Yep. That's a mentally unwell person. And he was he was drunk. Who should not, not have that's a weapon? An excuse for anything, but yeah, just happened in some little community. Totally normal looking house. Totally <clears throat> inviting. You'd have killed that guy, wouldn't you? Uh, not right that moment if he's pointing a gun at me. <laughs> what, if he just smacked, what if he just smacked the trick-or-treat bag? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a dad fight. I mean, <laughs> dad fight, I like that. Yeah, yeah I did too. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm not saying that's a good thing, by the way. It's a terrible thing. I just know me. <laughs> you ever gotten in like a, like as an adult, have you gotten in like a fight fight? Nah, it's been a long time. I heard you fought Charlie Brennan once after school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> heard you dumped his books. No. Shoved him in a locker. Uh, I would never do yeah, that. Me and you, 3 p.m. Yeah. You, you, broke, no, his, it you was... broke his spectacles. <sighs> the last real one was probably in college. You had a real fight in college? Was yeah. It, was it but I mean, it was, what's that? Did you fight yeah, the I fought the rock. I'd lived. <laughs> <laughs> you would have squashed me. Like, we wouldn't have heard that story. If you I had... know. I'd have been like, I fought the rock. <laughs> I fought the rock and the rock Even won. Even if you got your butt whipped. Yeah, no. I the rock. He'd, be calling yeah. You, he'd be calling himself Fast and Furious Wheeler. You had a bunch of fights, right? Yeah, like when you were in high school, I had to, not in high school, but in middle school, I had a, I went from like because of a, your long hair, small, no, I had the short not hair. Not wearing by a then. bikini top at the pool. <laughs> I went from like a very small Catholic school to like a big, like very like a lower a lower level like uh, public school. You know what I mean? And so there was like it was just a it was just a, a culture shock. You Are know we what using I mean? Code here? No, no, no. I just mean like it wasn't like. It was on the like. Uh, it wasn't Ledoux. Yeah, it was on like the the wrong side of the tracks, if you will. And so it was just it like was a, like prison. You had to fight. Yeah, it was yeah. like a serious culture shock. Like I just didn't really know how to handle it. And how did you do? Lashed out a lot. Uh, I was like eighty pounds, so not not great. <laughs> I was like four four feet not tall great. and eighty pounds. No, you should go back there now and take care of some business. I agree. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 